Okay, so don't you guys hate brushing your teeth? I mean, I know this sounds super gross. And I'm not that gross. I actually do brush my teeth. But isn't it the most annoying beauty morning routine to keep up? I think it's annoying. I think if I could emit that from my morning routine, I would. I'm the type of person, I walk my dogs before I even brush my teeth. Guilty. (laughs) This is so disgusting. But lucky for the gross people out there like us. And also, I would like to include another category in this one, which is walk of shamers. I have a solution for you. And that solution is called ivory smile they have an omni brush which is an intelligent auto toothbrush that you stick in your mouth it's like a little portable thing and it literally cleans your mouth and brushes your teeth in 15 seconds and it does it for you so for girls who do the walk of shame often this should just be in their purse yeah or maybe if you're a guy that hooks up with a lot of girls and you don't want to wake up next to smelly breath make sure you have a couple of them So to anyone who would like solutions to these issues or the chance to potentially sit with me because I don't do bad breaths unless it's my own, you should go to ivorysmile.org and ivory that is I-V-O-R-Y smile.org and you will get 15% off your entire order by using the code SITWITHME. That is S-I-T-W-I-T-H-M-E. Your 15-minute entertainment quick fix. Quick fix. You can't sit with me. The perfect cocktail of no bullshit, awkward questions mixed with a healthy dose of gossip. Hi, everyone. I'm Diana Ispia. This is my podcast, You Can't Sit With Me. And obviously, I had to make an episode about the Oscars 2018. And I have a really, really, really amazing guest with me today because she is going to share her journalistic approach when it comes to the Oscars, but at the same time, she's so hilarious. We have here KTLA reporter Casey Montoya. And I'm so happy that you let me sit with you today. You're one of the very few that I don't mind to sit with me, even when it's not for this podcast. Should we just tell everyone that we have a bad habit of drinking mimosas every weekend? I think it's a good (laughs) habit. Why would you call that a bad habit? It's the best habit ever. It is. It's a Sunday tradition, which, by the way, made me kind of sick today because I had mimosas and then I had beers and I was screaming. Lots of food. Ugh. Jalapeno mac and cheese. Let's get down to business. The Oscars. Da, da, da. So boring and so long. No offense to, you know. Well, Jimmy Kimmel said at the very beginning, he warned everyone it's going to be a really long show. So, I mean, it was longer than usual, I feel like. It was so long. Everyone is social media obsessed and you know that everything social media is very quick and is people get over it in two seconds. So, with all these outlets covering the Oscars, people just check Twitter and they check Instagram. They don't even need to watch. They don't need to sit through like the montages and the speeches and the jokes. And I mean, I know it's cute and it's cool and whatever, but when you're a millennial... See, I'm 10 years older. I think I loved sitting through the whole thing, though. I thought it was a bit long and some of the speeches are kind of boring, but I like Jimmy's skits and I liked seeing people give their acceptance speeches and I loved Tiffany Haddish. See, I liked I like the acceptance speeches and I'm like, why would you want to make them shorter, make everything else shorter? I have to say the little movie snippets that they had put into like a montage was so well made and incredible, great. but they were kind of long. Like you could have cut that down and let the people who were accepting their Oscars talk because you know what when you cut a producer of the best picture the movie that won the best picture at the end no it's terrible it's 
Awful. Yeah, The Shape of Water wins, and then they cut the producer off. He, it's his. He might not win another Oscar. I mean, this is his moment to shine. And, and, and it you was cut him live off. on TV, like embarrassing, just mean, rude. You know what? If Jimmy Kimmel and Gal Gadot would have just shortened up that little segment where they went to the movie theater, he yeah. would have gotten to speak longer. But the stage of the Oscars was beautiful. The theater. It was amazing. If I ever am able to stand on that stage and just watch this theater, first of all, I'll take three thousand selfies. Second of all. I don't know. I'll feel very special. It would be amazing. It would be amazing. But enough with positive stuff because I'm here to really talk about gossip. And I'm so lucky to have you because Casey is a journalist. So she's very good at finding stuff out that people don't know about. So I'm sure everyone's heard by now, though. No, France, no, I didn't. Oh, you didn't know. Frances McDormand, she wins Best Actress Oscar. Yeah. Goes to the governor's ball with her heavy gold statue and mm-hmm. someone steals it. You know, she's yeah. probably like, you leave it on the table. You think, who in the hell is going to walk away with my Oscar? Yeah, because there's only a few of them. Surely, if you steal one, you're going to get caught. Why would you steal it? So someone did. This guy. This who, guy. He, um... He's been to a lot of these parties, you know, hobnobs with celebrities all the time. He takes the Oscar and instead of just taking it and walking out like a normal thief would do, he Facebook live streams himself with the Oscar doing acceptance speeches, acting like he is just Mr. It. And I mean, I guess you could say, oh, I want an Oscar. And they were like, what for? And he's like, my musical work on a, on a film. And then he just doesn't elaborate on it. Yeah. So he got away with doing that and then posting photos and things on social media and eventually got caught. But then Frances McDormand was like, just let him go. Like, she didn't want to cause a big scene that night. She just wanted to she go did. to In-N-Out I saw Burger. pictures where she was like crying. But by the way, if you're going to be a thief, at least don't be a dumb one. That was really dumb. So dumb. I have to say though, it makes me think my friend Lainey that you know, Fashion Lane, we love her, had her iPhone stolen one time at a blogger event. And the guy who stole it, instead of just stealing her phone and going, posts a selfie on her Instagram account, (laughs) which by the way, she's like a big Instagrammer. So like a lot of people saw the photo captioning it. I run LA bitch. Wow. I know people like that. Seriously. Doesn't that suck? It's so bad. Well, that's people like me who are so good. Let's rob a bank. There's one right. I'm not even good. (laughs) I'm just bad and I don't get anything going for me. But yeah, let's, I wouldn't mind at this point. Let's rob one. I did want to talk about some fashion stuff because there were a lot of fashion moments, which I know is going to be super annoying for the listeners because you can't actually see the outfits, but we will include all of the photos in the show notes and also on the webpage, can'tsitwithme.net. We, one we agreed on that we weren't really fond of was Salma Hayek. Salma Hayek. Here's two things about her outfits. One thing you know and one thing you don't know. One thing you guys know, the outfit's ugly. The fact that you don't know, the dress was worth $4 million because it was covered in diamonds, but even that couldn't make up for the fact that the dress was ugly. It wasn't my favorite. Uh, I'm not going to lie. It was not my favorite thing. I, I like the fact that you told me I did not know it was worth $4 million. Yeah. It, it didn't look like it was worth cheap. $4 million. Cheap. And by the way, there's a lot of like fashion fun facts about some of the outfits we've discovered by doing our journalistic research, feeling myself. My favorite is Tiffany Haddish. She starred in the movie Girls Trip. Yes. If you haven't seen it, it is hilarious. hilarious. I laughed out loud. I cried. I was by myself watching it on my couch when I was sick once and I died laughing. Mm-hmm. So apparently whenever she went to the premiere of her own movie, yeah. Girls Trip, 
Yep. No one would dress her. A designer would not dress her. So she bought a $4,000 designer gown, mm-hmm. beautiful white dress, very classy. And she wore it. And she said at the time, I'm, I got to get my money's worth. I'm going to wear this again. So when mm-hmm. she hosted Saturday Night Live, she wore the dress again and joked about it. And then she wore it again to the Oscars last night. So she did the three-peat. Exactly. And a $4,000, I can't even remember who the designer was. It doesn't even matter. The dress is gorgeous. And she Pretty said dress. that she just febrezed it and it was good to go. And you know what? As someone who works in TV news, sometimes... Sometimes when you only anchor the news for an hour or two hours and you have a designer dress or you borrow a dress. And you really love it. You Febreze it. Yeah. And then you just put it back in your closet so you don't have to dry clean it. Is that gross? No, it's not gross. <laughs> if you weren't sweating like your balls out, then it's fine. You're, you're good. Recycle your clothes. It's okay to wear the same outfit on an Instagram photo two, three times in a row. It doesn't make do you it. like a social outcast right it makes you human and normal right. and that's okay and you know what if people aren't gonna lend you expensive dresses and expensive clothes just go buy something go buy something expensive treat yourself and wear the fuck out of it i think that's a good thing next one that we have to talk about so we don't have a three-peat but we have a repeat we have rita moreno which recycled the dress she wore in 1962 have you seen what the dress looked like? I did. And I think it's amazing that she still owned something from 1962 because I always thought I was kind of a pack rat when I was in my 20s. She puts me to shame. I throw shit away. Like, it's so bad. No, and I do too now. Me too, because now it's all about new. Everyone wants new shit. Like, I want new shit everywhere. But then I'm like, oh, why, why did I get rid of this? Honestly, when I saw it, I was like, where is this dress from? I like it. Lainey sent it to me and she was like, this dress is amazing. Where is it from? It's from the 60s. It's from the 60s and it still looks like it's been made today. She probably has only worn it these two times. P.S. The reason why we haven't mentioned Zendaya is because the dress was ugly. But <laughs> I mean, I thought it was ugly. Margot Robbie, though, I thought she looked amazing. Oh, She's yeah. so hot. Okay. So that girl could have showed up with a trash bag. And she would have looked uh, the best. Yeah. yeah. It's so annoying. She's so hot. And when she talks with her accent, it's even hotter. Like, is she human? Nicole Kidman. Is she a human? No, you are not. You're an alien. You're both aliens. Her and her husband, Nicole and Keith. That's like my couple goals. And the dress, Nicole's dress. She looked amazing last night. She was my top one favorite outfit of the whole Okay, my favorite was Jennifer Garner. Oh, really? The blue, flowy. She was there to present an award, you know, single from Ben Affleck. And, you know, I hope he saw her and just saw what he's missing out on. The revenge body. You know, when you lose like 10 pounds. That's always a good one. Anyway, let's not talk about these things because, you know, we're positive people of the world. Hashtag not. Um, <laughs> James Ivory for the Call Me By Your Name movie had the lead actor of the movie painted on his shirt, which is a very, very cool concept. I didn't realize I when I was watching it. I loved it. I thought it was great. I thought it was such a good idea. It was artistic. For the Oscars for men, I mean, women, we all ooh and awe over their outfits. So it's hard for a man to stand out. But I thought that putting the actor on his shirt was was classy. It was artistic. And I liked it. I thought Me it was too. a good move. I like when people think outside the box, but not when it's tacky. This was artistic and it was different. I probably wouldn't wear it on a normal day out, but it was creative in a very, very subtle, elegant way. And I did like that. Someone that was very creative and artistic as well, but I wouldn't exactly call it elegant, was Adam Rippon. Rippon? I think that's right. Adam Rippon. I'm so bad. I just shatter everyone's names. It's awful. He wore a BDSM inspired attire. Oh, he is the um, the Olympic skater. Skater, yeah. Yeah, him. He looked like he was from Fifty Shades of Grey. Like- Fifty Shades of Grey. This was actually Moschino, which I love Moschino. And I've seen these types of outfits on women and I did like them. 
honestly though for what he stands for like he has the contour cheeks like he's being very like flamboyant whatever i think it was cool i don't know if i would have done that for the oscars but this is maybe for the grammys think about it next year the olympics are not happening so this was his only time to go where he's relevant so if he wants to make a statement this is it you gotta do it we're talking about it yeah so he made a statement he put himself on the map because you know what although you could have put him in a picture in front of me with a medal and i would have said oh that guy without his medal and his skating outfit on i don't know who he is i don't know who he was and now i do and i know his name and i know what he does and i just think it was a bit too costumey for the Oscars. It's such like a, a an established, traditional event. And I like people thinking outside the box, but sometimes this isn't a place for your creativity. It's a place to go and show some respect. Well, yeah. Which he does. He does because he's fashion forward and he, he tried. But... I wouldn't have done it if I were him. It's a topic where if a kid sees that and then a parent has to explain why he's wearing, you know, bondage outfit under his tux. So maybe not completely. I would have been like, cause he was a naughty boy. So you want to be good. Cause otherwise I'll put you in that thing. <laughs> I'd be the worst. I guarantee parent. you he had fun at the after parties. Thanks to Casey. We got all the inside scoop. She's great at research, but you know what? She's also great at hosting. I just said that really loud, didn't I? I got really excited about your hosting here. Um, she hosts on KTLA and she has a Facebook page where she does live stream. What's your little van show called? It's called Live Truck Living because most of my life is spent in a live truck. And a lot of times people want to know what goes on in those trucks and we show them and it's not always pretty. It's no, it's not always glamorous. Let me tell you. Why don't you share with us your social so that everyone can go and follow you and see what you're up to? Uh, Casey Montoya, K-A-C-E-Y Montoya. On Instagram, by the way. You can find me anywhere. Just type in my name. Also, can you please talk to our audience about Fix and Fido's and what can they do to help? So I started a nonprofit at the end of last year called Fix and Fido's. And it's because of all the years of reporting and seeing how many animals get killed, dogs particularly in shelters across the country, there is a way to stop this from happening. So if we could spay and neuter all of our pets, then they would stop reproducing and we would stop having to euthanize dogs. So we're raising money for a mobile spay and neuter clinic to go to Southern California, like low income areas where people can't afford to spay and neuter. We're going to do it for free. So you can go to fixandfidos.com. Fix and Fido's. Fido's. It's F-I-X-N-F-I-D-O-S dot com. Okay, bye guys.